challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to do something I don't normally do in this podcast. I normally don't come from the news cycle, come from something incendiary in the headlines and bring it to this podcast with fire. But I'm going to do that a little bit in this podcast because it illustrates principles about manhood that I think we need to ponder. Recently, in a couple of articles, there has been an assault on men who wear face masks. You know, the surgical masks we're all wearing these days. And particularly one gentleman whose name is Rusty Reno, and he's the editor of First Things magazine, a magazine, by the way, I like very much and read. But he took off on a Twitter tirade and decided to label men who wear masks cowards. He said that they were submitting to terrorism uh, and to their fears. He said that if they refused to visit their mothers because of fear of tainting them with the virus, that they were, quote, moral monsters. In later podcasts, he actually used female body parts, uh, the names of female body parts, to lambast these men. Uh, At the same time, by the way, another man said that those who wear masks were wearing voluntarily wearing the equivalent of the Star of David, which was forced upon the Jews during the Nazi regime and was used to identify those who were who were slated for slaughter. Uh, it's It's absolutely stunning to me that men and by the way, in both these cases, Christian men would speak this way about the simple wearing of a mask about the simple donning of a mask that's designed to keep other people from a little bit of spittle that might actually cause them to gain to get the virus. Now, what bothers me about this is that this analysis, this assault, this barrage is based on the very kind of masculinity that is causing our generation such trouble. It's a masculinity of appearance. It's a masculinity of style. It's a masculinity of presentation. It's all about uh, cologne and the way a man dresses and the length of his cigar and his, his, his way of speaking. Uh, it's not about substance. It's not about character. It's not about commitments. It's not about covenants. If you are, if your manhood is diminished by the simple wearing of a mask, let's lay the politics aside. I don't care for the sake of this discussion, uh, whether the, the, all the numbers are accurate or whether China did it, uh, or whether all the estimates and doctor's proclamations are 100% true. Let's just simply talk about the wearing of a mask as required in a lot of establishments these days, as expected socially and as recommended by the medical community. I don't care about the political issues at the moment. I can talk those through anytime you want. Let's just talk about the actual wearing of a mask. If your version of masculinity is diminished by wearing a mask, that somehow that symbol, that thing on your face reduces you as a man, that I want to say this, but say it with, with kindness, you've got a very flimsy understanding of what a man is. 
A man understands that he is a man by design. A man understands that he has certain gifts so that he can invest in others and serve and make a difference in this world. A man knows who he is and he's confident uh, and he's not shaken by any external. Uh, And by the way, I'm seeing a lot of that kind of manhood really roar to the fore. I love going on YouTube. I I love the stories my friends tell me. One that a friend told me recently uh, about this kind of manhood really moves me. Uh, There's a there's a absolutely hardcore U.S. Army Ranger. Um, who has been in battle many times. But right now, every week, he is doing his daughter's, his eight-year-old daughter's video dance class with her so she does not have to dance in her bedroom alone while taking this class via Zoom. Now, I want you to picture this guy. Uh, he's a, he's a, I believe he's a captain. Uh, so he's going to be in his 30s. And he's probably not a dancer, even though he's probably got some athletic skill if he's a ranger. And there he is doing the dances that an eight-year-old would do during a dance class, dancing beside her, trying to make her feel loved, trying to make her feel like she's not just alone and isolated. She obviously is in whatever they wear for that dance class. And there he is dancing with her. Why? Because he's not much of a man? Because he's insecure? Because he's a coward? Because he's been cowed by the political correctness of our age? No, because he knows who he is. He knows the difference his gifts can make. And he loves his daughter. And he is committed to her. And he does not give a damn what you think about it or anyone who is watching this video because obviously people other people in the class can see him he's there to love his daughter through a tough time in her life and does not want her to be alone I'm reminded of a man I really admire. There's a principal in a Texas town who recently went around to every single senior who was graduating from his high school, stepped up in in that senior's yard. The parents brought the senior out to the door. Of course, they didn't get very close. He spoke words of encouragement. He left a gift. He did this whole thing while fighting tears and, by the way, wearing a mask. Is that guy a coward? Uh, Is that guy weak? Is his version of manhood somehow diminished? You hear my fire. You hear my irritation. I I dislike it intensely when one man calls another man a coward. And in this case, men are being called cowards because they're doing what serves others, which, by the way, is the essence of manhood. It's the essence of manhood. And I have the privilege of influencing a lot of men, and I hear from a lot of men, and I admire what you're doing. I'm proud of you. You are wearing masks. You are taking roles in the home you didn't normally have. You are pulling in with sons and daughters. You're making a difference in the community. You're doing things you never thought you'd have to do before. You're homeschooling kids. You're working out schedules with kids when you normally would not have had them for this long. You love your children, but for many of you, you're having to homeschool and and 10 schedules at home from kids who aren't in school. And that's not going to change until what? Late August, early September. We've got months more of this, but there you are in the battle and you're not losing a sense of who you are. You know who you are and you're doing the, the exercises you need to do. You're finding that control room. You're maintaining your own manhood and masculinity. You're maintaining all the things it means to be a man for everyone in your home. 
But yeah, you're having to do some things uh, that are like dribbling with your left hand on a backup basketball court if you're a right-handed player like I am. And I'll tell you what, I admire you for it. I'm proud of you. We're going to get through this. We're going to get to the other side. But you're having to do things that you never thought you'd have to do before. And I'm proud of you because you're not feeling diminished about it. A man is not diminished by wearing a mask. He's not diminished by cooking a meal. He's not diminished by going through his daughter's dance class. One of the bravest things I ever saw in my life uh, was I went to a, a music recital. I knew the female music teacher, and she was a friend of my my wife's and mine. And we went to this music recital, and there was a father who had committed to uh, learn the piano pieces with his daughter. His daughter got up and played the piece in the recital perfectly. But the father had been busy. He was a lawyer. He'd been busy. He'd been at trial. He hadn't had a lot of time to learn. So in front of a room full of people, he played the worst piece of any student that day. But I admired him because he was there for his daughter. He had worked with her. He had done it for her. I think he was a single dad, actually. And he was trying to hang in there with his daughter. And he didn't just say, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to show up today, or I can't play that piece, or I didn't learn it. He did the best he could do, which was pretty bad, on the same piece that his daughter aced. I admired that. It was courageous. It was loving. It's what a man does. And what bothers me, and the reason you hear irritation in my voice, is that some guy, uh, from the vantage point, by the way, of a leading Christian magazine, has decided to call all men who live this way, who live out this way, cowards, and in some cases, moral monsters. Well, don't you believe it. Manhood is not bound up in symbols. Manhood is not a matter of dress. It's not a matter of how you growl at a strip club or the length of your cigar. It is about character. It is about covenant. It is about commitment. It's about being confident in who you are and using those gifts and that those abilities you have by virtue of being a man in the lives of others. And no man is a coward for it. So blow off those accusations, blow off those charges. We've got far too much of the political mixed into our definitions of manhood. Be the man you're meant to be and don that mask where you have to don it and love your family well. And don't let any idiot sitting behind a desk somewhere tell you that when you do what is supposedly politically correct or supposedly what the government require requires or what you have to do to get into a store or a restaurant, that somehow you're being a coward. You are courageous. You are powerful beyond measure. You are doing the right thing in a tough age. I'm proud of you. Don't listen to the man, as President Roosevelt said, who is not in the arena. Don't listen to the man who is not in the fight. Don't listen to the man who's not in your shoes. Do what you're meant to do. Do what you're made to do. Live out courageously what you've got to live out during this time. And don't let anyone call you a coward because of mere symbolism. I'm proud of you, and I know that you are mastering the arts of being a great man. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 